flashing headline from an online news site that carries mostly news about Africa caught my attention. I had to stop and read it again. Shocking as it was, the entire story was nothing new. Welcome to the Afrobeat Cult. I am Ehi Anakimio. We are constantly celebrating the life and times of Africans and people of African origin from around the world. With education, entertainment, business, health and other key areas of growth and development as focus. The core issues that affect lives every day. Now before you send the crucial cash lifeline back, hold on a bit. Find out here the three top most trusted money transfer apps in the world especially when you need to send that crucial cash to help support the people you love anywhere in the world. Welcome back. Get a load of this. The headline screamed, The Federal Republic of Rape and Sexual Assault. What are they talking about? They must be talking about Nigeria. Could this be the truth though? Nigerians are fiercely proud people. Would they be accepting of such a blanket tag? Certainly not every Nigerian is a rapist. The body text went on to say, I'm quoting this now. Nigeria's news industry has in recent days been flooded with reports of alleged rape, sexual assault and defilement. Day in, day out, new cases of rape, defilement and sexual assaults are being reported in Nigeria. One unfortunate alleged rape incident resulted in the death of a 22-year-old first-year student from one of Nigeria's prominent universities named Vera Omozuwa. Omozuwa was allegedly attacked while studying within a church building in Edo State. Reports suggest she was raped and killed. Most often than not, victims are killed to silence them. In response, a handful of celebrities like Tiwa Savage have jumped onto social media to wage gender-based violence protests in Nigeria to address the issue. That was the case of a 22-year-old. However, how on earth does one explain a 70-year-old woman being raped? She was allegedly attacked and raped by a 25-year-old truck driver in Nigeria after he forcefully entered the victim's room while she slept, covered up her mouth and proceeded to have his way with her. How desperate or demented could this young man have been? She was eventually saved after she managed to scream to the neighbors for help. In another vile incident, four masked men using the same word from the report I saw online defiled a 12-year-old child in her home. And the list goes on, with names of some local Nigerian male celebrities like Debanj popping up on Twitter as allegedly having forced themselves on women in the past. But of course, these allegations have been vehemently denied. The culture of silence that follows the bitter experience of alleged rape victims is not new in Nigeria, or the whole of Africa for that matter. It is now an issue because of the access to information and obviously social media. In the past, victim blaming has always been a one-size-fits-all, even amongst the police or authorities who should know better. 
In some East African countries, stories sip through of older men raping children as a cure for HIV-AIDS. Then again, how different is child abuse from rape when young girls are out of poor homes or forced to marry rich men old enough to be their grandfathers? It is a practice that still continues today. It remains a problem when the African societies keep the burden of responsibility of not being sexually assaulted or raped at home or at the workplace on the shoulders of the victims. Boys too need to learn from early on that it is wrong, period. And in today's world, the issue should not be seen as a gender-specific campaign, but an issue that concerns everyone. Hey Tiwat, do reach out to us too. As far as the Afrobeat cult is concerned, this issue is by no means an open and shut case just yet. We will come back to it. With the protests that have swept across the world against police brutality towards most ethnic minorities, we find ourselves in South Africa, just now slowly emerging from the lockdowns and shutdowns. South African rapper AKA decided to vent and let it all out on Twitter about the burning down of black-owned businesses in Atlanta in the US by protesters. According to AKA in his tweet, he says, African Americans come home. Simple as that. This drew a major backlash from the Twitter sphere, reminding AKA about xenophobia of South Africans and how they treated even their own African neighbors that stood side by side South Africa all through apartheid. They also asked where he planned for the returnees to come and live. For some reason, AKA has not been in the good books of people for a while. Something to think about then, AKA. This is the Afrobeat Cult, and we will be back in a little bit. Welcome back. Hey, let's talk money now. Let's talk about mobile money. It's true, money makes the world go round. It always has and probably always will. At a recent Pan-African panel, President Uhuru Kenyatta of Kenya rightly observed that Africa is not the problem, but through partnership we can be a solution. His strong focus was on wealth creation and support for small-scale markets by world economic powers. There are about 30 million Africans living in the diaspora. The amount of wealth they create and contribute to the African continent is about 40 billion US dollars sent home to their families and communities every year. In order to do that, most of them avoid the often insane charges from direct bank transfers. That's where the electronic transfer companies come in. In our reckoning, the three top apps that are seemingly the safest. Mind you, this is not a plug for any of them. It's based on questionnaires and recommendations by those who have and are currently using these apps to send money home to their families in Africa. In no particular order, we've got World First Money Transfer, the first international money transfer app for wearables, like on your wristwatch for instance, has a no-fuss attitude payment. And uh, payments can be made using just a couple of swipes or even voice command. It'll keep you informed too, letting you track payments and find out how much you're saving compared to using a bank. It's currently available for Android Wear with an Apple Watch equivalent in the works. Number two. 
TransferWise Money Transfer. It gives users interbank rates and charges a small fee, usually below 1%, claiming to be 90% cheaper than banks. If you're already a fan of its service, download the app to make transfers on the move. Like World First, it also shows you how much you've saved by using it, so you know you've got a great deal there. It does, however, have a slightly limited reach. TransferWise isn't in every country yet, but if you're transferring money to Europe, India or the USA, it could very well be your go-to choice for a good deal. And finally, World Remit Money Transfer. If you need a flexible provider that's truly global, World Remit might be the app for you. This provider lets you send money to 110 destinations in 50 countries across the world. Or if you prefer, you can arrange a cash pickup, mobile airtime top-up, or have the funds sent to a mobile wallet instead. And that's that for that. We are absolutely grateful you stayed with us through this show. More to come very soon. As part of our upcoming episodes, we will be taking a look at Africans who actually went back home, as AKA had suggested, and how they have fared so far. This is the Afrobeat Cult. You can also find us on most platforms. Take care. Talk to you guys soon.